Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Cephal Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. We're back with another round of feminists around the world. And I'm sure many of you are actually more eagerly waiting for the next installment of fictional women slash characters around the world and all that goodness, especially with Annie bringing it uh, during the spooky season. I know it's going to be good, mm. but we're back to the regular schedule program. <laughs> I am a little healthier. I'm still coughing, which is mm. disconcerting. But... Mm -hmm. No worries. You know Annie's got many good things up her sleeves. Yes, and it is her favorite time of month, so just watch out. Yes. Um, but it's also, and with our favorite season, comes Hispanic Heritage Month, which we also love and respect as well. Uh, so for today's uh, Feminists Around the World, we are talking about the iconic feminist activists. And y'all, <laughs> I just figured out that I've been saying this country wrong my entire life. So it's an adjustment for myself. If I get it wrong, please don't yell at me. If y'all think I'm trying to be snobbish, I promise you I'm not. But according to Forvo, who is not a sponsor at this point in time, I've been saying it completely wrong. <sighs> but we're talking about the country of Uruguay. And I, wrote, I really hope I did that right. If I didn't, I'm sorry. Correct me nicely, please. Yeah. <laughs> but for today's Feminists Around the World, we are talking about Lillian Adresinskas. And again, I hope I got that pronunciation right. Uh, went through a lot of YouTube. Really hard to find translation and pronunciation. If y'all know the pronunciation better, again, correct me nicely. Because I do want to know if I'm mm. saying it wrong. But that will never stop us from talking about her amazing work. Mm -hmm. She has been a fixture in the Uruguayan feminist community and has been hard at work to bring change and continue to help the marginalized community in her country. Abrasinskas has worked to fight for sexual and reproductive rights in Uruguay for almost 40 years now. And in 1996, she founded the Mayor y Salud, or Women and Health Uruguay, which focuses on working to fight and obtain sexual and reproductive rights. Here's some information from mysu.org.uk. 
UY. They work, quote, to exercise sexual and reproductive rights. Each person must have the capacity and power to make free and informed decisions about their reproductive life and sexuality. And here's some more information from globalfundwomen.org, a grantee partner with MYSU. Moyer A. Salud works in four areas, monitoring, communication, influencing policymakers, and training. And in that same article, they quote Abrazinskas, who says, sexual and reproductive rights are the fundamental terrain for the struggle for rights because once we've attained them, it's much easier to fight for economic autonomy, for educational autonomy, and labor rights and others. Right. And that's something she and the organization has been pushing in order to keep fighting for autonomy. After legislation passed for abortion rights in 2012 in Uruguay, MISU or MYSU have worked fast to spread information on reproductive rights and have tried to increase awareness for the bigger picture in the country. In 2007, the organization started a watch group to report and monitor sexual and reproductive rights and needs. Here's another quote from the Global Fund for Women. Uh, quote, Mujer y Salud began a watch group on gender and sexual and reproductive health to monitor birth control, birth and postnatal services, domestic and sexual violence, sexually transmitted disease, abortion and services to teens to check how public policies and services are working. Along with research and monitoring, the group carries out regular surveys and research projects that provide important information for increasing the quality and coverage of public health services in the area. And after the passing of the abortion law, which is still pretty restrictive, even with its wins, NYSU and Abrazinskas worked quickly to ensure that the law would remain in place when anti-rights groups tried to have it repealed. And today, and much like the U.S., they are still having to battle to keep the rights they have been fighting to keep in place as well as expanding. Abrazinskas told Global Fund, for us, the issues of women's bodies, their freedom, their autonomy is a big part of the struggle for women's empowerment and emancipation in a patriarchal system. It's very difficult to recognize yourself as a full citizen if you can't make decisions about the most intimate parts of your life. She pointed out that oftentimes it is these rights and gender and sexual rights in general that are often, quote, sacrificed in political negotiations. Right. Of course, her work with Misu is not the only thing under her resume. Uh, Abrasinska also is responsible for uh, many things, including the National Observatory on Gender and SRH, which is the monitoring program to ensure that public policies and services continue to guarantee the ability to exercise of human rights. She founded the first alternative care for women's health, also founded Cotidiano Mujer, which was a Uruguayan feminist collective dedicated to the Uruguayan feminist movement and feminist political communication. Uh, she also represented social organizations such as the National Advisory Commission on Sexual and Reproductive Health of the Ministry of Health of Uruguay and the National Commission of Bioethics and Comprehensive Quality of Healthcare, as well as the National Commissions to Fight AIDS, and was appointed to be a part of the Civil Society Task Force by the Secretary General of the United Nations in 2011. And she has been hard at work with the MISU, or I've been saying MYSU, whichever, uh, to continue to ensure gender, sexual, and reproductive rights in Uruguay and all over the world. She recently spoke with a famous feminist in 2022 about the ongoing fight for justice and equal rights, saying, The fight never ends. We have to always be vigilant. And with the political changes that we have seen happen with different administrations here in the U.S. and all over the world, including Uruguay, we know that we all have to be vigilant and continue to push and fight. When asked about the overturning of Roe v. Wade in the U.S., she said, Ah, it's incredible, really. Nothing is written in stone. We still have to fight this forever. 
and continues on, it reminds us that we cannot rely solely on the judiciary to guarantee our rights. The members of the court change and you lose your rights. We cannot have courts giving and then taking away rights like this. We need to change the social contract. Changes in law, yes, sure, but also changes in politics and power. These are bigger objectives of our fight. She even gave advice for us working to protect the reproductive rights in the U.S. She said, don't focus only on abortion. The political conditions for all of sexual and reproductive health, for rights and justice and reproduction and sexuality more broadly are key. Broaden your work to engage in the political and economic justice debates in your country and mobilize that way. This has been one of our most successful strategies in our region. We have allied with social justice forces, the labor movement, the environmental movement, the students. I feel the abortion question has been too siloed in the U.S., too focused on abortion access, the technology themselves like the pill. That's all fine, but it's too narrow. We need to reframe now. What kind of world do we want? Um, and yeah, I think that's such a big conversation uh, that we've been having about intersectionality and how important it is and the fact that, yes, this is one good thing. But when we don't look at the bigger picture, that it does not uh, it doesn't affect. And we've talked about that when it comes to queer community as well, as well as a feminist movement and then as well as racial equality movements. Um, there are so many conversations that we have to include. And she even goes into a whole conversation about TERFs and how detrimental they were and how they, they are dangerous when they call themselves uh, good good feminist. And I was like, oh, she's calling them out, yep. and I love it. <laughs> but it's such a good conversation, and I think she's so right. And she's been working at this for over 50 years um, and has been a huge part of what they've been doing um, and obviously still a big part of it and has been a part of it uh, with the UN and all over the world. So good advice, I think. Yes. Excellent advice. I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, yes, and hopefully we did not butcher these pronunciations too badly. 40 years uh, of something that just got destroyed in 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> but as always, as you said, that does, if, if we're worried about the pronunciation, we don't want that to keep us from talking about something. So just, you know, let us know kindly. Kindly. Uh, and you can do that. You can also send suggestions for this segment. Or indeed, we are in my favorite time of year. So... Any other suggestions for a spooky topics, uh, you can send those to our email, which is Stephanie and MomStuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at MomStuff Podcast or on Instagram and TikTok at Stuff I'll Never Told You. We have a tea public store and we have a book that you can get right now at StephanieShouldReadBooks.com. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina, our executive producer, Maya, and our contributor, Joey. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Pedigree. If you've been looking for love at first sight, it is closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive 
and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.